Hello, this is Veronica from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 31st of May. Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal today said that the case filed against his health minister Satyendra Jain by the Enforcement Directorate is a fraud. His government is honest, Kejriwal said, and does not tolerate corruption. Jain was arrested by the Enforcement Directorate in an alleged money laundering case yesterday. The case is based on a 2017 FIR registered by the CBI, which accuses Jain of laundering money through four companies. In a statement, the ED said that the investigation carried out by the agency has revealed that in 2015 and 2016, the companies controlled and owned by Jain received 4.81 crore rupees from shell companies. Speaking to the media, Kejriwal said he had faith in the judiciary and that his party was following the path of truth. He added that Jain has been targeted for political reasons. The Aam Aadmi Party has further alleged that the investigation agency arrested Jain because he is overseeing the party election preparations in Himachal Pradesh. The state goes to elections later this year. The AAP has been trying to emerge as a challenger to the BJP in the state during the elections. Listeners, the Aam Aadmi Party has had its share of controversies in the last two months. As the New Delhi Municipal Corporation conducted several demolition drives across the national capital, one of the drives in Shaheen Bagh made headlines earlier this month as the Delhi police arrested AAP MLA Amanatullah Khan for protesting the demolition drive. The arrest sparked a debate on AAP's supposed silence over his arrest. Check out my colleague Nidhi Suresh's profile on Khan on newslaundry.com. It is titled, Amanatullah Khan, Can AAP's Muslim Face Survive Its Soft Hindu Tilt? The reason we are able to bring you such reports and interviews without any pressure from political parties or corporations is because we don't depend on them for ads. We rely only on you to support us. So, if you're not a part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription plans start as low as 300 rupees only. Pay to keep news free. Punjabi singer and Congress leader Shubdeep Singh, better known as Siddhu Musewala, was cremated today in his native village, Jawaharke. The cremation was attended by hundreds, NDTV reported. Musewala, who was 28 years old, was shot dead by unknown assailants in Punjab's Mansa district on Sunday. He was killed a day after the AAP government downgraded his security, along with that of nearly 400 other political leaders and prominent people in a move that the government said was meant to curb the state's VIP culture. Punjab police has said that gangsters Lawrence Bishnoi, associated with the 700-member Bishnoi gang, and his Canada-based aide Goldie Brar have taken responsibility for the killing. Brar reportedly said that Musewala's killing was a retaliation to the killing of Shirumani Akali Dal leader Vicky Medukhera. Bishnoi has been incarcerated since 2015 in multiple cases including murder and extortion. On Sunday, Bishnoi had moved Delhi High Court seeking security, saying he feared the Punjab police would kill him in a fake encounter. At the cremation, the singer's father was accompanied by Congress leaders, including Punjab Pradesh Congress Committee President Raja Waring. Earlier in the day, police had to use Lathi charge to disperse the crowd gathered outside Musewala's residence, the Indian Express reported. 
Security was strengthened in and around the area as the singer's fans gathered and shouted slogans against the Punjab government. Former Gujarat Congress leader Hardik Patel announced today that he will join the BJP on 2nd of June. Patel resigned from the Congress on 18th of May. In a stinging resignation letter addressed to Congress President Sonia Gandhi, he claimed the party did not care about the concerns of the people of Gujarat and accused the senior Congress leadership of lacking seriousness. BJP Gujarat spokesperson Yagnesh Dev confirmed that Patel is joining the ruling party. Gujarat is scheduled to hold its assembly elections in December this year. Media Baron and Rajya Sabha member Subhash Chandra today filed his nomination for re-election from Rajasthan. He will stand as an independent candidate backed by the BJP, the Hindustan Times reported. Elections to four Rajya Sabha seats are scheduled for 10th of June. The Congress has fielded Mukul Vasnik, Pramod Tiwari and Randeep Singh Surjewala. On the other hand, the BJP has fielded former minister Ghansham Tiwari. Speaking to reporters outside the state assembly, BJP chief spokesperson Ramlal Sharma confirmed that Chandra and Tiwari filed their nominations today. He also confirmed that the party will be backing Chandra. The BJP has a strength of 71 votes in the assembly. It needs 41 votes for Tiwari and 11 votes for the second seat, according to the New Indian Express. BJP Rajasthan President Satish Punya said the party has made personal and public appeals to independents and MLAs of other parties to vote for the BJP-supported candidate. He also said this was an opportunity for those who have concerns for farmers, youths and people of the state to teach a lesson to Congress. Chandra is currently the member of the Upper House from Haryana and his term will end in August. Suspected militants today shot dead a school teacher in Kashmir's Kulgam district, the local police said. Rajni Bala was attacked outside her high school in Gopalpura area. She sustained multiple gunshot injuries and succumbed in a local hospital soon after, NDTV reported. Former Jammu and Kashmir Chief Minister Omar Abdullah took to Twitter and condemned the attack. In his tweet, he called the attack despicable and targeted. The killing comes shortly after television actor Amreen Bhatt was shot dead in a similar attack. Russian forces have taken over nearly half of the city of Severodonetsk and set up military positions in the regions under their control, city head Alexander Stryuk told Ukrainian TV. The twin cities of Severodonetsk and Lysychansk have witnessed intense Russian attacks in the last week as Russian forces are trying to take control of Ukraine's eastern Donbass region. If Russian forces are able to take control of the two cities, then the entirety of Luhansk region will fall under Russian control. Stryuk also said that all evacuation was suspended as it was not possible to evacuate civilians with ongoing street fighting. Meanwhile, the first cargo ship carrying metal left the southern port city of Mariupol today and headed to Russia. Mariupol was recently taken by Russian forces following a three-month siege which culminated in the surrender of the Ukrainian forces. Denis Poshilin, the separatist leader of the breakaway region of Donetsk, said on Telegram that the ship carried 2,500 tons of sheet metal rolls and was headed to Rostov. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.